Welcome back, everybody, to the About to Review podcast. I'm your host, that guy named John. You can follow the podcast on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at About to Review. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Blueberry, and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode, uh, I have kind of a pseudo game that we will be playing, and I'm joined by Tim Hall from the People's Critic blog. Hey, what's up? And once again, in the studio... Aaron Hunley from The Barbershop Show and Flourish and Ink. Howdy. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about classic movies. This harkens back to an episode from a couple <laughs> weeks ago where we talked about classic movies that certain people <clears throat> have not seen. <coughs> Tim, knock, knock. What? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting theme song. <laughs> Interrupting theme song Who? So, uh, <laughs> here we are on this new episode of the About to Review <sighs> podcast, and like I mentioned in the intro, this is all about classic movies. Uh, Tim and I are going to be admitting to some classic movies that we have not seen, and we're going to be recommending some classic movies for Aaron to see, because there are a lot of classic movies that she has not seen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am a virgin, and watching for the very first watch for, time. I was waiting for that. Uh, and this will be a two-part episode. So part one is when we'll recommend the movies. Part two, coming out next month, after all of us have had time to watch said movies, we will then rate it. Because I love rating systems. Not only do I love rating systems, I love creating my own rating <laughs> systems. So there will be two options once we have watched these films. Okay. That option will be either too late, as in you it just did not really resonate with you. It was a period piece where like if it came out in the 70s, it really worked for that time period, but not now. Right. Or worth the wait. For us personally, or is this for like if I think that if audiences were to watch this for the first time like in theaters, would this still land? Nope, just you. Okay, just me. So this would be either it was too late for you that you just do not really get it, right. or it was absolutely worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Now define cla- define the yeah. terms of classic films. How are we defining classic yeah. films? So the way that we are defining classics is when Tim and I were first kind of talking about this and kicking around uh, an idea about this. I was thinking classic as in when you think of the Criterion Collection. So for those of you who do not know, Criterion basically the Criterion Collection is when they certify movies as you know the classics. Most of the ones that you find on like the AFI Top 100. So that is one definition. The way that I look at classic is something that really resonated with the audiences either at that time or stood the test of time, where something maybe came out, was not a huge hit when it first came out, but within the next couple of years, it really started to gain traction and pick up steam. And that can be newer movies too. Like it doesn't have to be necessarily something from like the 40s or 50s. Like for me, like one that I always think of is Fight Club. I think Mm -hmm. that Fight Club is a movie that resonates on so many different levels. And I still remember the first time that I watched it, I was absolutely blown away. Or The Matrix. Or The Matrix. Oh, she's making a face. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I have, like, I really have. Do you hate Keanu Reeves? Is that what it is? So I respect him as a person. Uh Okay. And I respect him for, as an actor on the stunt level and the, like, the resilience that he has to do that. I respect him 100%. Mm -hmm. Especially because I know, like, 
he's been interviewed about like what he does with his fortune, how he lives a very minimalistic Absolutely. lifestyle. Like he, he gives has, to charity. He yeah. does a lot of amazing things for the world. Yes. Acting wise. Oh, come on. I'm sorry, Don't do but, this. but acting. <laughs> he was in John, he's John Wick. Yep. Yeah, which requires mm-hmm. literally zero acting. Okay. Can I, can I tell you something about The Matrix? So his character in The Matrix is a guy who wakes up and realizes the yeah, world isn't the, what he's... it's the blue pill, red pill, right, right, right. but he's attached to like a chair. Okay. I saw the beginning of it, I think, oh. once. Okay, yeah. so his character, though, uh, Neo... Wears is, a really is, long coat. It's supposed yes. to be absolutely clueless and kind of dumb. So mm-hmm. it's kind of so perfect. So he plays himself. It's kind of perfect So, for again, requires zero acting. So It's like when you watch Vince Vaughn in films. It just looks like Vince Vaughn rolled out of bed and just showed up yeah. and just decided, but, hey, Vince, just take your cues off what other actors are but doing. But if it works... 100%. But And the thing is, I do feel like he chooses his movies very carefully. Like, uh-huh. he doesn't choose anything where everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, he was so terrible in that film. No, uh-huh. it works. He plays a great singular character. But I don't want to watch that same character over and over and over again. But you should watch The Matrix. I, I, you really should. I will add that. It's been on my list for a while. I will add it. I will, move it up, I will move it up on my list. Okay. Don't make okay. that my homework. Uh, Not on my list. Yeah. At some point, because yeah. I assumed you saw the makers, because most humans have seen it. But. That is true. Which again, and that <laughs> is <laughs> that is the other definition of of kind of classic. When we talk about these movies, some of these uh, were you know before our generation, but some of these it is not about that you did not see it in the theater. It was how has someone avoided seeing it? Because again, a lot of these are on TV. Yeah, almost every day. Matrix. I, seriously, if I were to go to my TV, put on, on TNT, TNT or TBS, Matrix will be on. So that is another thing where it's like, oh, all right. Uh, actually, no, they're not on Netflix. I think mm-hmm. they were. Um, like Gladiator, I didn't see until two years ago. I had seen the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I'd seen the end of it, and I'd seen the beginning of it on three separate, three plus separate occasions. But not from beginning to exactly. end. Exactly. So I finally sat down, and I watched it from beginning to end. Same thing with Armageddon. Last year, Ooh. I saw Armageddon. I saw... Uh, what's the we talked about at the theater the other day? What's the Kaiser Sose one? Uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah. I saw that last year, um, and I remember the movie I was telling you about. I saw It's a Wonderful Life, and yes. I saw White Christmas last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are, Christmas is like that's my time to shine. Like Christmas mm. is me. Like, ugh, did you watch I Die Hard, the best Christmas movie ever? It is one of the best Christmas movies. We have talked about it multiple times. Okay, Absolutely. so. I have not seen Die Hard. However, I'm so, ready. To, no, 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 I'm, I'm almost put down my headphones. I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> the Matrix was one thing, but Die Hard. Now you hurt my soul. On a date last year, I actually got asked. I was waiting for the guy at the bar, and I got asked by these, uh, for lack of a better term, these drunkards at the bar to come mm-hmm. join their conversation. And I'd had a few drinks, so I was like, "Sure, I'm not socially inhibited. I'll go talk to strangers." Mm-hmm. So they were in an argument about whether or not Die Hard was considered a Christmas movie. That's yeah, 100%. It's an argument. It's 100. And having movie. not seen it. I I immediately was on the opposing side of no. Yeah. How can it be a Christmas movie? It has nothing to do with Christmas. You chose except the wrong just, side. But <laughs> I didn't choose. No, no, no. I was placed on this side. Oh, okay. I was placed on this side. Um, so for me, like I'm eager to see it in order to see how it is a Christmas movie more than anything else. Okay. So uh, in order to impress this guy, I bought all four Die Hard movies on iTunes. Wow. They were on sale. It was like $10 yeah, for all yeah, four. And enough. as I described the last time, that Walmart movie bin bonus mm-hmm. deal, I can't pass those things up. So I bought all four. So they're sitting in my iTunes account. I just have them watching it. Wow. So I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting for Christmas. <laughs> Almost flipped this table mm, over, dear listeners. Don't flip the table. Over. The, there are <laughs> angrily. There, ah! there are going to be a lot of sighs on this episode. There are I going apologize. to be a, a lot apologize. of, a lot of pain and cringing. A lot of disappointing <laughs> grunts. Yeah. 
but if nobody hears from me after this podcast, <laughs> I'm buried in this backyard. My arms are folded right now. <laughs> they are. Um, but this is all for education. This is all to help open our eyes to, to these classic films. I refuse to continue being ignorant. There, there you go. go. Thank you. There you that's, go. How, that's how we learn. Uh, so the way that I figured we would do this is we would just kind of go around the circle and admit a classic movie that we have not seen, that we have either heard a lot about, that for whatever reason, it missed us. Whether it was intentional or not, it just it, it passed us by. And then we'll get to the point where we are recommending for Aaron her homework <laughs> for part two next month. So those will be the very important. Wait, so films. do we all have homework or just Aaron? Oh no, we all do. Yeah, I was we, like, I was like, I don't know. That's not fair yeah. if I'm the only one that has homework. She just has more of them. Tim yes. and I are each admitting like two movies. Right. Tim and I each are giving <laughs> Aaron two movies to watch on top of the movies that I already have on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we would just kind of go around. So our patriarchy works. You just, I'm sorry. I know. It's, <laughs> you got you to do more work than us. Well, it's like when I was writing the show notes. <laughs> to get one step back get one from step you back. guys. Like, I won't ever catch up, but you know what? I was like, hashtag patriarchy. This is how it works. That's how it right. works. When I was writing the show notes that I sent to these guys, one of the things that I wrote was like, and we will choose the movies and Aaron has no choice. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just kind of goes from there. Uh, so how about I lead things off Please with, with a movie that I have never seen uh, that was a total classic of our generation that yeah so for the record mm-hmm. I'm going to like really play up my reactions <laughs> oh, because oh, over the top especially like if I haven't also seen those movies I'm mm. gonna pretend like I'm absolutely ashamed of you until we actually get into discussion where's the bell where's the shame bell oh like uh, you have a shame bell oh my gosh be, I do have a shame be like Game of Thrones <laughs> shame, Just shame. Bell. Uh, one week one week no Game of Thrones yeah seven days oh uh, okay, so the first movie on the docket for me that I have never seen that I will try and watch before the next episode, Titanic. <gasps> oh, wait. I, uh, <laughs> that is not an overreaction. Like, that is my legitimate shock. What were you doing? I know. When for the last, like, out? 10 years, what have you have been you, doing? Have you secretly been in prison and just didn't tell us? Well, I mean, Nicaragua is different. Yeah. Um, we we only got the movie in the Nicaraguan like, prison. The two VHS <laughs> yeah, uh, tapes you? where you had yeah. to like, I, my mom literally had to fast forward through the uh, the car scene. I'm doing air quotes yes. for listeners, um, see, just because I couldn't I couldn't oh, see it at that windows. age. Yeah, it's foggy windows. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. And of course, they don't show down. anything. But my mother yeah. <laughs> fast forward through it, and um, I I still rewatch it, and it still gets me. So like that every time here's the thing, I, see new, wait, I feel, wait, wait, I feel wait, new layers. Wait, what part gets you the most? Um, emotionally or yeah, emotionally. like romantically? Um, emotionally, the part where the woman is uh, the Irish uh, woman is no spoilers. <laughs> no split really um where there's a little bit of a puddle with no spoilers okay, uh-huh. puddles. Puddle. uh no she is lying in bed with her two children and yes. she's reading them a bedtime story as the room fills with water yes that's me too every but, time I'm but like, they, oh, but they survive though right? yeah their beds are oh, actually good. flotation devices oh, good. Yeah. So. perfect perfect so she no, floats that, on her two little kids that, i don't know what oh that. <laughs> um and the <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I just heard a snort from Erin, which is amazing. And she currently cannot breathe. She is laughing okay. so hard. We're, we're going to leave that in the microphone. You said she floated on her kids. It's <laughs> uh, not really what happens for people who haven't seen oh, it. No, it is. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with, with Titanic. She uses I, her kids as water skis. I, I know it is a classic. 
I totally understand that it won what like ten awards that year. I just don't know how you avoided it. I know that's the whole point of this podcast. Like, do you actively like I'm not watching Titanic? Okay, so when it came out, I have a bunch of sisters. They were all about it because not only was it Leonardo DiCaprio, it was this love story, and so I kind of just missed it then. And then as I got older, I have seen a bunch of clips from it all over the place, but I have never, from beginning to end. Seen it. Like Titanic's one of those movies, much like Star Wars and these other films, where there's so much pop culture that's wrapped around exactly. it. Whether people are making fun of it, or mm-hmm. like the Family Guy had an episode where they mm-hmm. made fun of it. Like, or ev- people are still talking about it yeah. on talk shows because scientifically yeah. they both could have fit. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. you know, we, a, we won't a, talk about it. She's but a terrible person. I wouldn't say that she's a terrible Rose, person. No, she's Rose a cold. Is, she's a cold person. Rose is on my list of terrible people that we somehow champion in movies. Like, no, you're not. A good I'll person. never let go. And then he thinks, she, so like, I know about it. She immediately lets him go. But the thing, okay, so the thing is, is you know, like when you're a kid and you watch it, <laughs> right? You think, oh my gosh, like that's that's quote unquote hilarious because she said I'll never let go, and then she drops him. Mm-hmm. But the never let go is symbolic, and you don't really get that as a kid when you're he didn't watching. Die it. symbolically, like he died, he died for real. <laughs> he did die symbolically. He died so that she could live. I mean, he died mm-hmm. for real. He's dead. He did die for real. Yes. However, it was a symbol of his love for her. I mean, yeah. there's better ways to show my love than drowning in some cold water. Preach. Like, there's better ways to do it. I mean, call me. We gotta when, make call this me, work. Call me when you get into that situation <laughs> and let me know what you found out. Okay. So if you could okay. travel back in time. I'm going to be like, can you move your elbow? Because I'm not trying to drown. Just, <laughs> yeah. a, li- just a little. I'm fragile. I'm sensitive. Yeah. I'm, I'm anemic, so cold kind of really know, messes yeah. with me. <laughs> so, yeah, she didn't do See that, that woman floating on her two kids over there? Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't have sunk either. That's the other thing. No. He would have floated, yeah. yeah Science, floated. Scientifically. We're just kind of creepy her floating next to his body. Like, hey. It's, it's and that's much creepier. Is like, I mean, but it's so, not as creepy as her, like, he actually is floating next to her while he dies. Exactly. Like, he's technically already there. They're just creepily holding hands. Yeah. And if that if that is the point. So anybody who has done any sort of survival training in the water, mm-hmm. roll to your back. Okay, but I'm you sorry. You will float for a while. These people in yeah, they like, know anything like in that. England and America in like the 1900s are yes. not going to have survival water trade, especially since they were all upper class. They were all elite and or and or peasants. Right. Yeah. It's like a trip yeah. to Mars. Like say stuff just went foul to Mars. Like right. you know how to react. I have just... I have actually exclusive training in that. I'm sorry. How to survive mm-hmm. on yeah. Mars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned you from you the have Martian. zombie apocalypse. I have how to survive on. Mars. I learned on the Mar- from the Martian. Just right. Potatoes. Use your own poop and make Gotta potatoes. Get those potatoes. <laughs> It's really so, how to survive in these circumstances. Just use your own food. Use your own food. It's going to get you out. Yeah. So that, that gives you an idea, wow. folks, of okay. how this episode is going to go. Okay. One of us will say something. The other person, the other people will mock them relentlessly. Mm-hmm. It's not a mock. I'm, uh, I'm legitimately yes. shock. concerned for your safety as a person. I think we should have a movie night like, for Titanic specifically. Uh, I, Why are you? Gr- it's a good movie. Is it though? Like I went with my friend Trina it's when it first came out. And she years, cried. And I can still smell the fresh wind. Yeah. Is she cried quote? during the whole the, movie. Oh my wow. goodness! Wow, cried. She bawled. Okay, well, I'm sorry. The whole movie is not worthy of tears. So your she, friend is a drama. Was it player. was it her second time seeing it? No, no, it, no. This is when it opened. Oh wow! Because if it was her second time and you are already feeling what is going to happen, but like, the thing sure, is, is but, you know what's going to happen. It's yeah. history. Like it's so, kinda, it's one of those things where seeing it visually, mm-hmm. 100 is different. It's like going into a museum. Like I, I have. There are specific museums that I have avoided because I know I am overly empathetic to where right. I will feel too much when I go through them. When I lived in Oklahoma City, I specifically avoided the Yeesh. Oklahoma City Memorial Museum because mm-hmm. driving past it upset me. Yeah. So 
I imagine that like similarly when you know what's going to happen versus seeing what happens, it's right. going to trigger a different emotional response. But yeah. to cry the whole, I wouldn't say the whole yeah. movie is worthy of That's tears. funny because when I went to visit the, the, the slave castles in Ghana, I, I was prepared to be like emotionally like stunned, but I was like, I was super informative. Mm -hmm. Some people were there bawling their eyes out, but I was like, oh, this is a lot of information to learn. And this is crazy that people actually went through this. Yeah. But I, I thought I went prepared for like, it's I'm even gonna crazy cry. that people believe that some people believe it never happened. That's bizarre. Yeah. Things like that, like are. And it's no, what's crazy about that place. It's such a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. And I was like, this place is amazing. And so many, so many atrocities so atrocity, here, yeah. but it's like, yeah, it's picturesque anyway. Yeah. But it's almost so, like they have to be that way at that point. I was like, when you have those tragedies that happen, like you have so much to overcome where right. the symbol of your city is all of these terrible negative things where you yeah. have to work three, four times as hard. That people and are coming it, to see something terrible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but also that, again, you have to work three, four times as hard to be seen as just a beautiful city that right. happens to have this history. It's almost like it's a metaphor for race relations in America. Weird. But, <laughs> like, you have to work even harder for people to be like, we have this past, but look at how bright our future is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Unli Titanic. Unlike the Titanic. Right. Unlike the Titanic. So, that, that is on my list okay. for, for part two. Okay. Now that we can get on to mocking someone else. <clears throat> I don't know if I want Tim. to get mocked for this. So, what what is the first one on your list that you, a classic, that you have not seen? Uh, This is Spinal Tap. Really? I've never seen it. So, oh, oh god! Of course, I look over to Aaron to like help me out. No, I I love a good mockumentary. Mm -hmm. I love music. This was the first. Like this, this is the first. What, this is what this every is mockumentary. Spinal Tap. Yeah. This is Spinal Tap. Was the fundamental basis for all mockumentaries. And people thought it was real. Yeah. So that, that's why it's considered a classic. Is yes. it because it started? And it's, that? Okay. it's. I've seen clips of it. Obviously, it's really funny. And it's it's funny, but I've never sat in like goes up to eleven. What's, another... it, what's it about? So. It, it, please. <laughs> so well, this, I'm not gonna lean. I'm not look to you for the description. Yeah. You haven't seen it. Yeah. So this mockumentary is about this fictional band in the UK that is going on tour and is just at the height of their popularity and basically just the behind the scenes stuff that is happening. So Christopher Guest was in it, who of course plays yeah. Count Rug in the Six Fingered Band and Princess Bride, uh, Best in Show. Like Christopher Guest is. He's great. You looked over at me to see if I hadn't seen it. I did. I saw that look. It's one <laughs> of my did. favorite movies. Yeah. Nice try. So yeah, so he is in I'm it, and it's just like every movie. that's fine. I was like, but <laughs> don't even I, like you told me about that Princess Bride trivia. I was like, I would have mm -hmm. been right there next. I would have been right there next to you. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. So, but yeah, it basically is just think of any mockumentary that you have seen. This is where it came from. Like this is the bloodline of all the mockumentaries. So yeah, it is. It is incredible. And again, that is one that at least that one is not uh, not on TV all the time compared to some of the other classics, but. Just with Christopher Guest and with everything else, like it's been on TV, and I've been like, "Oh, I'll watch it some other time." Yeah, but it's definitely on my list. That one, I'm I'm excited for you to watch that one. I feel like mockumentaries though don't get shown on TV nearly as much no, as, and I don't. think it's because, yeah. like, I mean, for ratings and things like that, like I don't feel like as many people would tune in to see something that they knew was a mockumentary. Right. But I feel like there are a lot more since you know this movie. It seems right. like you know was the foundation for it that show up on you know major streaming services like Hulu and yeah. Netflix. And I feel like those are really big game changers for people like myself that don't have cable. Mm -hmm. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Aaron, what is the first one on your own list? You got a list. Okay. So um, uh, the last one. Well, oh, before you get into that, Tim, do you want, do you want something to drink? A little harder than water? Because I feel like this no. is going to get rough. No, 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 no. I'm good. <laughs> 
Well, so the last podcast I admitted to having not seen The Godfather, Gone mm-hmm. with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Still did we reeling talk about? from that. I know. I'm sorry. What, we talked about like a couple other ones yeah. that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen. Pretty much every movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually I don't know why I critique movies. I've never yeah. seen them. What is the it's quite, said it's right. film screen? What is movie? <laughs> exactly. Um, so I. So just one so far. It's just one movie that I would like to see. Um, Annie Hall. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like I've heard a lot of cultural references to it. Um, Don't like him as a person, but respect him as a director, Woody Allen. Uh, Yeah, he's got some problems. Here's the thing with Woody Allen. Speaking of classics, he has done some of the best, I say air quotes, some of the best classics of the generation before us. Sure. Everybody loved all of his movies. When I watched them, even before I kind of knew who he was as a person and how terrible he is and the things that he did, they never really resonated with me because, because it was no that black people in him. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> he has a huge aversion to that. But it just like, like and then when I got surprise face. Yeah. Then when I got older and learned more about him, then I try to go back and watch his movies, and I'm just like, Ugh. but do yeah. you feel that undertone when you watch it? Yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So like, I mean, uh, what was it? Midnight in Paris. I love Midnight in Paris. I love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. I thought it was brilliantly written and perfectly filmed. Like and I thought fun. it was a, it was like it was a very cute, fun story. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the casting decisions that were made as well. Um, so like, um, give me an example of a movie that you watched that really just before you even knew about him really didn't resonate with you. Uh, what was that? I, I will say, uh, what was that? Cafe Society came out last year. Oh yeah, yeah. It just felt like watching him putting himself in a movie as as this awkward guy mm-hmm. who's trying to get which, with his girl. It felt like it was just which he has been doing for forty yeah, years. Which is, it, but it felt way more creepier. It's this also time different around. when you're young, like forty years younger yeah. versus now. Which is now, it's yeah. Public it's like, the issues oh, that you have with hey, look at you, people. you're hooking up with some young girl. It's, this guy's supposed to be you. <laughs> is it consensual this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, I would say the only film of his that that I watched and enjoyed was Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Okay. Yes, because that was one where, even though it was an interesting uh, relationship between these mm-hmm. people, it, it just it felt like. This sounds weird. It felt like adults. Mm-hmm. It felt like this was a real grown-ups. story about grown-ups. And there were no of those there were no undertones that made me feel kind of that that icky. That it, yeah. Yeah. But no, Vicky Christian at Barcelona, like that that was a great film. Okay. So Yeah. So Annie Hall is okay. but I mean, I guess for me it's like it also depends on what you I could write an entire list of movies that I haven't seen, but yeah, it really true. just depends on what you define as a classic. Mm-hmm. So depending on how far back you want to go, um Citizen Kane. So Citizen Kane, yes, it is on the Criterion Collection. It will always be on an AFI Top 100 list. You have no reason to go and watch it. Okay, like I'd, on, I'd have to agree. Like honestly, unless you say you've watched it, right? But it's like, oh yeah, like, I've seen that movie. Yeah, oh, every, Casablanca was the other one we talked about oh, last time that I haven't seen. You have to see that I one. <laughs> but again, with with Citizen Kane, and this again comes down to that weird dichotomy of classics, where yes, it is a classic, but does it resonate? Does it matter for the current generation? No. No. Okay. Like Citizen Kane, it just it is slow. <laughs> it is I heard I've heard it's hard to get through. It really like it is a drag and like I have seen it, Tim has seen it yeah. partially because we we're like, all right, yeah. it is always on list. Yeah. We just have to do it just as film lovers. Mm-hmm. But me, as a film lover and Tim, you have no reason to watch it. Okay. No. no. I'll so. probably watch it at some point in my life, but I won't seek out watching yeah. it, oh, I yeah. guess. Totally Absolutely. fine. 
Totally um, fine. The movies we're going to recommend should be much higher on your list. So yes. there is a movie that I have actually actively avoided watching because mm. of the same reason I, I expressed earlier. I I would be destroyed by watching it. Okay. Uh, I have not seen Schindler's List. Okay. Uh, I do feel like nowadays it's quite poignant for me to watch that movie. Um, yeah. So I, I know that I need to. Um, mm-hmm. I also just, I know myself well enough to know it. I might not be able to get through it in one sitting. Fair. Um, totally fair. Root, I've seen Roots. Like Roots was, I couldn't get through Roots in one sitting. That was... Well, no one can because there, there are a bunch of them, but I know but what you mean. It, yeah, it's <laughs> just, I... I still remember my dad trying to get us to watch. I was out of me and my family. Like I'm really the one that cares about history and things. Like you and I had that discussion about <laughs> right. genealogy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you know, no fault of my sisters. You know, they're wonderful. But I actually I loved learning those historical mm-hmm. aspects about my family, where we came from, where all of us came from. Right. <laughs> um, but I still remember I was very young when my dad brought home Roots for us to watch, mm-hmm. and I lasted the longest out of me and my siblings. But I did not. I couldn't. It was yeah. very, very difficult. But I have the book, and I would really like to read the book. Uh, yeah. Alex Haley, I mean, the, the, what you do with the book is, you, at least you would not have, and I think one of the, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is the visuals. It's the visual representation so of that. So Alex that Haley is yeah. a fantastic writer. So even though the scenes that he, are, that he is writing are graphic and visceral, I think you can make through the book. Don't um, get me wrong. Like, I still have bawled my eyes out reading books before. Oh, for sure. Like, which that is JK the Rowling, worst. I'm still mad at you, but that's a completely different one. <laughs> the worst is when you're crying reading a book because you are actively turning the page. Like you, you are causing stop, yeah. yeah, you're causing your you're, own. You're not stopping I don't know if your own pain, yeah. Book. Oh really? really? Yeah, I read a lot. But I don't know. Ooh, uh quick aside, first book that you cried in, go, Aaron. First book that I yep, cried in? I remember oh my Ryan. gosh. I I've cried in so many of them. I really can't remember the the very first book that I cried the in. The very first book that I remember reading myself. And, and crying was where the red fern grows. Ooh, I read it and I didn't cry. Well, you have no also uh, OJ is in Roots, by the way. OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about a book that you cried OJ. because it was so bad? Uh, that, that yeah, that, that would be different. You cried because it's so bad. Yeah. I I like wept internally because it was uh, so bad. That, I mm. also wept. Be- oh, I do remember of mice and men. Ooh, good yes. one. Of okay. mice and men. I love that book, but it I, the, that one me. Yep. The ending of the book did that get you? Mm. Look at the rabbits. No, honestly, it was the struggle of a man with mental disability, his treatment, the right. love of his brother, um, and what that love eventually meant. No spoilers. Yeah. Right. Um, like no spoilers that, for a book that came out 60 years ago. Hey, you know what? Obviously, yeah. But no, no but that's how I feel about people that are like, um, I'm sorry, but I'm not spoiling Game of Thrones for you just because you didn't read the books that are already published. It's still kind of fresh. That, that one is different. It, no, I, I see it the exact same way because, not, one, not everybody is afforded the same education that I was. Right. So the classics that they require you to read in different parts of the country, those are different lists of classics. Right. They specifically keep like certain books off of lists for reading in high school in specific mm-hmm. areas of the country for very clear reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I for for quote unquote classic books, I don't feel like it's something that I can, you know, be upset about spoiling for somebody else because I personally get upset when I spoil anything. I I ruined um I ruined Dumbledore for someone. Oh I'm purpose. And no, God no, oh. I would never do that. Like <laughs> for shame. Like yeah, no, I would I legitimately I I honestly I almost cried because I felt so terrible. 
Like mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with my best friend Carrie. We were discussing, you know, the books, what they meant to us, blah blah blah, because you know that's how we bonded. Um, mm-hmm. After she punched me in the chest, that's how we met. Actually, she Sweet. accidentally punched me in the chest and knocked the wind out of me. That's She's it. my best friend. That's how I meet most people, <laughs> I, right? Mm-hmm. It's the perfect intro. Um, Same with the chest. And. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we were discussing, you know, what happened to Dumbledore and, you know, why we felt it was poignant and stuff like that. And this girl had just come out of, like, the locker or the back room and she was like, Dumbledore dies? I literally, like, I didn't say anything for, like, I felt like a full minute. It felt like an hour, but I'm pretty sure that I just looked at her like, did I just... Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Wait, did I? Like, right. Is she playing? I'm super gullible about stuff like that. Like when I feel something, so I was like, "Is she playing me? Does she really not know?" But right. I couldn't be mad at her. The book had been published. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, but I still take full responsibility for that. You're a good yeah. person because I would be like, "Oh, well. <laughs> you're on your own." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: Schindler's List is a fantastic movie that should be on your list. Okay. Like it. It. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is brutal. It might take me the full month until our next discussion <laughs> right. to, to actually watch, watch it. Watch it in segments, in 30 minute pieces. Yeah. Okay. What's right. crazy about Schindler's List that this would never I was like, happen. What's crazy about Schindler's List? Well, wow. that would never happen these days, I feel like. We watched it in school when it came out, like in my homeroom wow. when it came out. That is, um, and this is public school system. Like, I do think that in parts of the country yeesh. that would still be okay. Here, I think it's okay. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I would right. probably say in. Um, you want to say Texas? More, more, you want to say Texas? I was going to say more progressive areas of the country, you would probably be okay with yeah, watching yeah. that. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy like when it came out. But I'm not going to be specific to certain states. I said Texas. More yeah. progressive so, areas. We, we love you, Damien. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Damien. But, okay. So so, you, so Annie Hall was the main one from, from that list. Oh, no. I mean, I have like well, I know, but 10 movies this, this on this round, list. We were doing more than one round. Um, okay, so no, uh, well, not, uh, no. So are we choosing? Am I just admitting, or is this homework? So whatever one you said in your first round, which is Annie Hall, the first one, will be the homework. Will be the one that we will reference on the okay. next episode. Uh-huh. So Annie Hall's list, Annie Hall is a lock. We'll, at the end of the episode, we're going to go through the list. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep, so we'll be good. Okay. So my next one that I that I have not seen yes. that when I tell people in our generation, they get all twisted about it. I have never seen beginning to end. Any Pee Wee Herman movies? Oh, Jessica yeah. is rolling I know. over right now. She ugh. she's so mad. Like, <laughs> she's probably sending a text right now. It's like I can't believe you said. And here's this is a live podcast. Oh no, I know she's listening. No. She's listening right now, and she's probably sending a text <laughs> yep. message telling you the, the funny thing you're about a it. So what I love about this podcast, one of the many many things, other than I get to hang out with great people and do some amazing stuff, is both on Twitter and through my texts, people will be texting me. As they listen to the podcast. I know. I told, so I'd never been on a podcast before the last one that we did. Yeah. And as my friends were listening, they're literally like, it was almost like yep. live streaming their commentary yeah. for I as they're listening time. to it. It's amazing. No, it's the it's the warmest feeling. So I guarantee, and Tim is absolutely right, in our group chat with Jess and Damien and Tim and I, as they're listening to this, Jess is furious. Because <laughs> she loves the she, she does. So she here's, loves okay, so here's one of the I do think that's going to be one of the ones that, as you were saying, it's probably going to miss you now. Well, here's the thing: is like even even when I was younger, and, well, the, and the show on which was one. on. It depends on which yeah. which movie you watch. And it, so I will leave it up to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I will leave it after this episode comes Pee-wee's out. Big Adventure. He, yeah. here, here we go, people uh, who are listening. After this episode comes out, I will put up a poll on Twitter of which Pee Wee Herman movie I should watch. Uh, Spit Pee Wee. So so Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah I don't even That's know it's the poll. Yeah. Spit Pee Wee's okay. Is Pee Wee's Big Adventure the one with uh, the bike? Yeah, the bike. 
I think I know what that means. But okay, yeah. so what the think, TV show? It's a. We just said the well, bike. No, like, the bike. I think I know the scene. It means that there's a bike in it. There's a bike. It's crazy. But even with the TV show, when it was on, it did not really resonate with me. I'm not sure, sure. if my parents let me watch it. It was kind of weird. There were a bunch of shows. Well, the like show that. is kind of weird. The and show so, was super weird. Yeah. And so I remember. I don't know if it works. Watching now. it, and I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it might, it might legitimately miss you just but, because it doesn't. But I think the movie still works. I don't know if the show works. But the movie with the basis or premises of the show, I right. think, is what's not going to land. Only because. But Cowboy Curtis. We, but we don't make shows like that anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. Like even kids shows these days aren't like that. Like Blues Clues. Okay, that yeah. was like the the last one that I can think of. And I have a niece. She's you know. She's, right. I'm sorry, but she's cuter than all of your other kids out there. But <laughs> like even watching her shows now, like they're all either entirely animated. The yes. only one that I can mm-hmm. think of that actually has like a, an adult human interacting with parts of a kid's life is Sesame Street. Yep. Okay. Or I, I don't think it's still in production, but it would have been Blue's Clues. Like that's the last one that I can really think of. Hmm. And P.S. for all you people out there that heard that rumor that the guy from Blue's Clues killed himself, he's totally still totally alive. Totally still alive. He did an he awesome did, BuzzFeed video. I was just going to say, he did a BuzzFeed video being like, hey guys, please stop telling people that yeah. I'm dead. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> dead, know? guys. I'm still But around. like kids TV shows aren't made like that anymore. So it's, I think it would, if it was going to resonate with anybody, it would be an adult that grew up with TV shows like that. But I don't think I was like, but if you had a childhood that didn't like if you had a Transformers or fully animated childhood. And that sounds weird saying you had a fully animated childhood. (laughs) I kind of did. But I don't know if it will still land with you at this point. Like because you watch it now as an adult and you almost see the like being an adult has almost scarred you to the evils of this world. Right. So you almost watch these movies like, what the heck is wrong with this person? Yeah. Like you watch kids TV shows or stuff like that and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is ridiculous. <laughs> so. But then Sesame Street will always I stand the Sesame test of time Street. because it's yep. amazing. It is the best. Uh, Read a rainbow actually. Aww. Yeah. And oh, shout out. Oh my gosh. Shout out to my man who I will have on this podcast someday. Tim and I talked about it a long time ago. One of the top people on my list that I will get on here some way, somehow, is LeVar Burton. <gasps> you asked him. Oh, my gosh. I, I reached out on Twitter once, but okay. I, 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 I will keep hitting him up. How many microphones do we have? Because I'm one hundred percent. I mean, I know that Tim's going to be here. I was like, no, but I... No, listen. You guys can hear me know. out. Enjoy. Yeah. So with that, because... T- so shout out to him because he has a new... And I... This this makes me so happy. He has a new audiobook series. LeVar Burton is reading to you. Really? Yeah. But you didn't know that? No. Like, uh, like it's seriously like I think it, I heard rumors of that like a year ago, but I say it hurts my heart right now because it just I am so happy that it exists. Yeah. So, but I think that also goes back to the thing we talked about in the last one with nostalgia. Like there mm-hmm. there are things that just that you hear mm-hmm. that immediately trigger that or specific voices. You know, like it's 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 I'm always torn when I hear James Earl Jones because I'm like, are you Darth Vader or right. are you Mufasa? Like. Yeah, it's legitimately like he's Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna... Darth Fossa. Like right. Darth Fossa. Darth Fossa. Hashtag I imagine Darth Fossa. a lion underneath that giant black cloak. Just murdering but... people. <laughs> <laughs> he roars. He a, he that breathing is actually his roar. He had a life a before roar. before he was Darth Vader. Exactly. He had a life. He was Mufasa. No, but there yeah. are voices like the voices of your childhood that you listen to as an adult, and you're like, oh, like that, that, like you're just. You, it sounds gross and or weird, but like you just, you're just warm. No, you're absolutely. warm everywhere because it just. It fills your heart or your so, life with so lavar burton is is that for me but uh so yeah we so, will have you, <laughs> you will it, it will happen ours. one of these days so yeah so Wee herman was the second movie on wow. my list mm-hmm. tim your second um movie. oliver twist okay uh which, which one <laughs> i've never seen any of them ever no that's like saying mm. you haven't seen a christmas carol i was gonna like say i haven't seen any oliver twist of it. movies 
that one is tough because they're if you want to go super classic, you can go that route. There are other versions. I mean, the Oliver came out in the yeah. 80s. No, I've seen and zero. The okay. And... So he just seemed poor, and I was like, I'm poor myself. <laughs> he I didn't seem see... poor. He was uh, he poor. Was. <laughs> I don't need to see other poor people. Let me watch something else. Let me watch Batman. Get food stamps. Get over exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I will pick out like the the best one. Okay. Uh, for you to, for you to watch next time. All right. So because yeah, th- that one is one that there are a few of them, but. Okay, Since Oliver Twist. Interesting. Oliver movies. None. And you, you were you were around theater though when you were younger. Absolutely. So how did I went to perform in arts school? Right. Like. So how did you get away with not even knowing? Then, the not story even performing of in it because almost never performed it. Almost every theater kid never has either did. been in or around that production. Nope. I've, I mean, I've seen it. I've never been around or in it, but no, it's really? like I know, okay. I know a lot of schools that have. I've seen, I, I can tell you, I've I know nothing about the story other than he was super poor. That's all I know. Well, and you probably know one of the quintessential lines. Please, sir, may I, I have, have some more? more? Yes, I know that more? for sure. You want more? Anyway. He was just poor. And I was like, you're a poor kid. <laughs> he wasn't just poor. It, apparently, listen. He was the quintessential of poor. He was yeah. like poster child He poor was kids. poor before being poor was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hipster yeah. poor. I like him. Hipster poor. So, okay. So, Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. Not a, never seen it. I, I agree with that one. Yeah, I, I will pick out the, the best one for you to watch. Thanks. Nice. All right. Okay. Round two, Aaron. <laughs> so I decided before, like every round, I'm going to give you two since I'm okay. so far behind, you guys. And the last right, one I did Annie two. Hall and Schindler's List. So uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Ooh. No. Now, now he- ooh. Ooh. We have, mm. we have conflict <laughs> in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. It's, again, something you can avoid seeing. I, I disagree. You need ooh. to see it. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Arguments. We will set this up. Tim, you first. Why, I, I, why do you I, think you know, I should I, not I did what people it. do, and I watched it when I was younger. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I recently more. watched it as an adult mm-hmm. and thought to myself, this was a complete waste of my time. Do you think that because you already saw it? I just was bored out of my mind. But I don't is know that why. because you already saw it? No. It just, I don't know why. I don't think it will, I don't think it will keep your attention. Okay. I think it'll be like, this is kind of lame. Okay. Kind of lame or like? <clears throat> kind of lame. There's okay. interesting parts to it. The score you already know. <laughs> You've heard a million times. Probably. So it's not going to woo you. You're going to be like, oh, so I'm watching this for the but score. But it may woo me if I have a story to go along, uh, like, along with the score. There's not really a story. <laughs> this is me coughing. There's not cough. really a story. Cough, cough. Hold so, on. We have – okay. <laughs> Tim has to like. conclude his argument. There's okay. not much this of a story. This is the court of movie law, okay? Mm-hmm. There's not much of a story. Okay. Not much of a story. Not much well, of a story. Most likely will not keep me engaged. No, it will okay. not. Rebuttal. <laughs> so – the reason mm-hmm. that you will enjoy this movie mm-hmm. is I will agree, yes, it is I wish slow. you could see the facial expression it of is... both of these guys right now. <laughs> the, the movie is very deliberately paced, a.k.a. slow. It's like but... someone's deliberately ugly. Some people have a choice. <laughs> but because you love scores and because you love soundtracks, uh, the music will get you through it. But she knows it already. But I don't know if I know it. So I feel it, like it, it is, I feel like yeah, I have yeah. it on one of my Spotify playlists probably I, you, because I love listening to movie scores. You, but you didn't didn't listen to the score. Also, Do not watch. So the, the song is also Sprock Zarustra from Richard Strauss. I'm sorry, you want to try that again? Yeah. <laughs> also, also Sprock Zarustra. Uh, uh, uh. uh, you would think I would know that. I've worked for multiple multiple <laughs> symphonies. But anyway, so the song is classic. The moments in the movie that play into the song mm-hmm. and the way they build up. Okay, again, like I, I will admit, I will be the first to admit, it is slow. Okay, but it's deliberately slow. Like de- deliberately de- 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 slow. <laughs> I mean, d- yeah. You're gonna be texting and they're tweeting. both saying deliberately in two completely different You're ways. You're gonna be That's texting the best part and about tweeting this, and looking at your Snapchat <laughs> while this is on. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, 
But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm legitimately uh, torn because like guaranteed. so there are there are shows. I mean, there are scores or theme songs and everything mm-hmm. like that that like get me going. Like I can't tell you the way that the Game of Thrones theme song like Every the time. opening. No, I'm talking like. I go ham. Like I'm sitting in my on my couch and I'm like duh, 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 duh. <laughs> like I'm literally like yelling, jamming out to this just mm-hmm. because I almost know what is in store for me. Right. It, you There's know probably only been of? one episode of Game of Thrones where I was like, why don't you I ever watch, watch wrestling? That? You ever watch wrestling? Like professional wrestling? Yeah. Why would I waste my time doing that? Because it's very mm. much entertaining. because uh, <laughs> it's very but, much like the space honestly. No, it, yes, it, in a way no, we're like we're, we're wrestling. Uh, I was watching these clips of like the best wrestling people, like comebacks in wrestling, mm-hmm. like people showing up who've been gone forever. Mm-hmm. There's something about the wrestler's theme song when it hits. Mm-hmm. The crowd goes yeah. bananas. Because they know what it's symbolic They of. know what yeah. it means, right? So Stone Cold Glass Break hits and people go bananas before he even runs out on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they, the, did, they did the a bell bit. for Undertaker yeah. when they hit the, like, gong the gong hits and the lights go out, people go nuts. There yeah. was there was a time where no one knew because The Rock has been doing movies, right? No one knew he was coming back to WWE uh, for Monday Night Raw. Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. No, this was The Rock coming back. Dwayne. In, in, in oh, the middle rock. of something, like his music hit and it was insane. Really? It was. In, I was like, I had never seen anything like that before in my life. People went nuts. So much like that, much like scores and, and themes for songs and shows, it has the same feeling because you so know it's above story. Citizen Kane. Uh, but in the same way, and in the same vein of like, you don't really need to see it. I disagree. The things you need to see, you can find. <laughs> okay, but so he's saying I don't. I'm need sorry, to see Dave. It, so. I, I can't help you, Dave. Like there, are, there are classic. Okay, so but do you so do you think that it's I, I almost fell asleep. No, so yeah, I almost so out. it's you know you're saying I don't need to see it. So no. are you saying that this is a movie that, despite being good or bad, is still relevant to see now? Yeah. The reason that it is relevant right now. Yes. The thing we have on our phone, Siri, artificial intelligence, is in this like it started with this movie. When Did it comes it to though? that, when it comes to that like overarching thing that can kill you, like how like in Terminator? This, no, but just an artificial intelligence that is supposed to be helping us and regulating the oxygen on the ship, doing all these things, and then if it starts to go haywire, is that what the movie's about? That's not what that's not not really. Let's, that is let's a, that not is sell her on that. That is not what the movie's about. That is a theme. That in, is in the movie. Part, it's like a small part of the film. See, yeah. but this is why, like, legitimately, like, it's like saying I, Titanic is about people drowning. It's not. Wait, it really? happens. Oh man, forget it then. It happens. <laughs> it's not about that. It happens though. It's about a really big boat. Yeah. No, so I mean, I worked for Apple for five years. Best company I ever worked for. I absolutely love it. Love their products. Love their people. Love their culture. When they started coming, I still remember where I was when they like announced Siri. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is it." Hashtag Skynet. Like, yep. Like. I am so afraid. I actually used to, I got into arguments with my ex about self-driving cars, like full blown, like I'm not, a, I've never been a yeller, so I'm not somebody that ever raises my voice, but full blown passionate arguments as to why I am opposed to self-driving vehicles. I don't like the, like hmm. not even control issues. Like, I yes, I have say. them, but not <laughs> even that. But there are human aspects that you will never be able to teach a computer because it would require having a conscious. And at that point, if you have a conscience, then you know morally right from wrong. However, morals overarching wise are dependent. They're subjective. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I determine is right and wrong may or may not be right wrong for you. Right. So at the end of the day, it comes down to who is in charge of that computer program that determined mm-hmm. what right or wrong is. And I'm not okay with that. Which is why you will love 2001 A Space Odyssey. Next I'm on your list. not okay with it. <laughs> okay, so that, that was your first of okay. round two. What is your second one? The Graduate. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah that's... No arguments. No, no, no it's okay. great. It's, I mean, it's, it, yeah. 
I mean, uh, some good performances. It's Mrs. Funny. Robinson, classic Mrs. Robinson. song, Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. So, okay, no, yeah. no arguments here. Okay. None at all. I okay. think you'll enjoy it. Nice. <sighs> I got through it. Users. Yeah, I got that, that was a good I'm one. still alive. I'm still with you. Uh, okay, so now you're we're recommending. Now, yes. So now it is the part of the show where we recommend. Tim and I will each just go one on one or one to one, and recommend a movie that is going to add to your list. Okay. And these are ones that, again. You have to see in the next six weeks uh, before we record again. Okay. My first one, because you talked about it before, how important scores are and how important, you know, the music is. There's a trilogy, and I'm only giving you one of them. But the trilogy is... But am I going to want to watch the other ones? Uh, Well, this trilogy is a rare one where they're not really connected. Like, you can watch any of these, and it is a movie. Beginning, middle, end. They exist separately. Okay. Yes. So the trilogy is called The Man with No Name. Okay. You might have heard of a movie called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly with yes. Clint Eastwood. Yes. You've seen it. You have not seen it. Yeah, I have. Oh, you have seen yeah. it? All right. Time for your alternate movie. <sighs> All right. It. Yeah, I've seen that. So. I like Westerns. They're okay. terrible. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Nice. Right. Okay. So my alternate it must then. be the Oklahoman in me. Oh, there you go. Because the reason Stop. I was going to recommend that. I actively fight not having an accent. Trust no, me. Right. It gets really bad. The more alcohol I have, the worse my accent gets. Mm. What, like good another good. mimosa? No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. Good uh, because the music is so important in that film. Yes. So that was why. Okay, so my alternate. Now your phone dings. Now your phone dings. <laughs> and it is an airplane mode. How does it ding? Stupid candy crush. Anyway, uh, Silence of the Lambs. I've seen it. Ooh, I actually over okay, so, so, so last year, that's what I'm saying. Last year I made an, an attempt to watch five movies. It's like it's funny that we're having this discussion now because last year I realized how ignorant I was on cla- some certain classic films. Mm-hmm. So, uninformed. I wouldn't say ignorant. Well, Just but I mean that is the actual definition of ignorant. Ignorant sounds so negative. I know it does, but I actually uninformed. I like using words for the actual like I try to change connotations. I don't want to say change connotations, but right. there are words that are immediately associated with negativity yes. that I particularly prefer to use when actually using the definition or what those words were immediately intended for. So mm, okay. one of my other ones, which I'm gonna guarantee that you two and every male listener listening to this is going to hate, I love using the word flaccid. That's okay. I use it for the actual definition of the word, though. Yeah. Every time I use it, every guy's like, Ugh. like yeah, I'm like, no, like it's it's the actual <laughs> word. So yeah. like I like I prefer I use the word ignorant not in a negative way, but literally yeah. as in lacking of knowledge. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I watched Silence of the Lambs with my family last year because what my brother. You no, know, I know. <laughs> so it was me and my me and my siblings. So my brother and his now fiance. Oh, um, they they're amazing. I love them. Um, they uh, love the movie. They think it's hilarious. And the thing is, is a movie like that... Hilarious is never a word that I would use to describe that movie. But legitimately, when you watch it with the veil of hilarity, it is. He calls her out for her outfits. Oh, tells he does. her like yeah. it. It. I wouldn't say the content is funny, but the script. When you look at it or watch it with the with a veil of hilarity, there are so many lines mm. where you're literally like. What like yeah, a serial killer? Kind of yeah. So kind of um, silly. I thought the content was the movie is brilliant, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Sir Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. never fails, but well, except for in Transformers. But <laughs> I saw it last year, thought it was great. Okay, so you are zero for two, sir. Zero for two. Okay, Go so ahead. my my, Third ne- time's a charm. my next one is one that we already talked about, so I know you have not seen it. Oh dang it, Casablanca. Okay, so that one is, is on your list. Cop out. Hey. I was I was over too. Hopefully, my next one is not 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. See, I'm more impressive than you thought. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my movie is RoboCop, which I guarantee you have not Robo- seen. Wait. Mm-hmm. That's the one where he's the police officer is made into a robot. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Which, which, which version? The original or the new one? The one from out? the 80s? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Okay. So then I have a second one. Boom! Wow. Uh, Chasing Amy. Have not seen it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I get a brief synopsis? I feel nope, like not people have people have made references to Chasing Amy, but nope. I, am I mm. allowed to know anything? Nope. I will tell you, the, it is directed it. by Kevin Smith. Go see it. Okay. Yep, directed by Kevin Smith. I'm not going to say anything, uh, don't. Uh, no, no. I, what I was going to say. Well, this is also not just for me, it's for viewers. Yeah. And shout for out. listeners, I should say. People can <laughs> go read about it. Yeah, so read about Chasing Amy. Read about it. Special shout out for Chasing Amy. One of my favorite artists, comic artist, Mike Allred, is in the film... In one of the scenes, he did the art that you see for Blunt Man and Chronic. Yeah. That is in there. Mike Allred. Huge shout out to him. I used to hang out with him when I lived in Oregon. Nice. Really, really great guy. Okay. So, Chasing Amy. A little bit of a humble Did you have like a third? Oh, Oh, no, no. no, Oh, okay. Oh, we're looping. Okay. We're looping around. Uh, So, this is one that I I think you said you have not seen. And this is one. I'm laugh if you're like two for seven. (laughs) No, right now I am. I'm one in three. You're one for three. I'm one in three. Uh, 1975. Jaws. Yes. Ooh, Man. Wee. Seen it. I've actually seen all of them. Yeah. Okay. Was, I was watching Jaws 3 this morning. I would, it was I on TV. Know, I don't know why you would do that. Because it's so funny. I do yeah. not need When they try to get boat. people out of the park, it's the best. It's I the definitely best. do not need a bigger boat. Yes, you do. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I love, Jaws is one of my favorite movies. I will say, I mean, the thing is, is that is a movie that transcends time that I feel like. The first one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my I have a really big problem with it because the movie has caused so much damage to marine wildlife. Well, it, no, it, it, yeah. it has no, 100%. I, the treatment towards sharks and uh-huh. marine wildlife has been literally directly linked to the release of the first Jaws movie. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was, that, don't go in the water, you know, all those things. That, but and, people, people truly believe that sharks are inherently aggressive, malicious creatures, yeah, they're and they're not. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, despite, and the thing is, is this is coming from somebody who is absolutely terrified of sharks. Like, I used to grow up in the ocean, and for some reason, I getting in it freaks me out now. I hate that. I really do, because I love the water. I'm like a fish. But I'm also a fish that doesn't want to be eaten by a shark. So coming from somebody that is terrified of sharks, I hate when people inherently have this negative Mm -hmm. connotation or association with them, because they are beautiful, majestic creatures. 100%. Like, who it's, have not needed to evolve in 20 million years. Yeah, I was like, so I was like, it's the same way I feel about horses. They're so beautiful and majestic from a very far distance. Yeah. Very far okay. away from me. Okay. So before I go into my next one, because yeah, this is this is more difficult yeah. than I thought, which is a trip, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Tribute to you. Uh, I'm dancing right now. Y'all can see me. Yeah. But. So what is your references or memory for the old Universal Studios monsters? Like the old monster movies, old monster like movies, old, like like Bride of Frankenstein, right. Invisible so, Man. So those types of ones. I've seen a good portion, like a hand, like a creature from the black creature from the black lagoon. I don't think so. Boom! Okay. There it is. That is the next one. I've seen the Blob. Blob okay. that, that was the eighties. They're remaking yeah. the Blob. They're, of course, yeah. They are. Well, look at what they did with the Mummy. So I don't know. I trust the Blob remake. Who's it? Who's doing it? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I say Creature from the Black Lagoon, it is. One of those movies that, like, I watched with my my dad. It was one of the movies that scared him because, again, you grow up swimming in 
like rivers and we lakes. We just had a discussion about how oh, yeah. easily I get scared. Are you trying to ruin but things for me? But the difference with this one, this is not jump scares. One of the reasons that, like, <laughs> I'm I, sorry. One of the reasons that I legitimately <laughs> love this movie, there are scenes filmed in this movie that they have never replicated again. There's a scene, and it is classic. You probably have seen it on something. The woman is floating on the top or swimming on the top of the water. The creature is swimming underneath her, and the camera is like 20 feet away. It is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And this is like, I mean, the, the way that they shot this it's a movie. black and white? Black and white. Yeah. Okay. Like, they weren't the, shooting movies like that back then. I mean, and to this day, like, I have never seen that shot again in any movie. So it was just, it was a triumph of filmmaking back then. Yes, it is kind of silly when you look at it, but just the sheer, like, technical things that they did. So, Creature okay. from the Black Lagoon. All right. Man, that took... Yeah, all right. I am a very impressive man. Yes. I have many leather-bound uh, books. I have many leather-bound books. My apartment smells, smells of rich, rich mahogany. mahogany. <laughs> it doesn't. It smells like Ikea furniture. Uh, my movie is John Carpenter's The Thing. No, uh, I haven't seen that. Cheater. You, you mentioned that last episode. I did. So you knew that. Yeah, okay. so that's a cop-out. I'll still put it on my list. Yeah. But, but I, need, I need you to see it. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. No, that, that is valid. I hope I hate it. No, you're not going to hate it. And I'm it, still working on getting a copy of the board game. Yes. Which which we will play. It is about okay, a group I'm sorry, of... I'm like I'm like Jumanji. A group of... I don't even know if they're scientists. Some. Some. some they're, they're in Antarctica. Of course. And this dog shows up that's being chased by some people in a helicopter. Uh, the helicopter blows up. The dog, they, they keep the dog with them, and they realize the dog isn't what they assume. Mm -hmm. And it's this when did alien. When come out? 82? Uh, 82? I mean, let me check real quick. Okay. Uh, so, it, but it, so there's two there's two things I think you're gonna love about it. Eighty two. Yep. Um, I know this because it's one of our favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> the story is crazy, mm -hmm. and. They do a really good job of jumping scenes so you're not sure what's happening because you don't know who the alien is. It could be anybody. Well, did it, you just ruin it for me no, by telling me no. it was the dog? No. No, no. No, 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 no. Ooh. That's like the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You find out it's the dog? You find out it is the dog, but then the alien goes missing. And then mm -hmm. you realize... Is this movie full of jump scares? There's a, there's a couple. There are, but there are a couple. <laughs> you're doing this because you, you know it's I'm doing this because I love you. That's why I'm Gosh. doing this. Yeah. But also, if you don't hear from me in a month, it's because I had a heart attack in my apartment. <laughs> uh, the 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 special effects are yep. all practical, okay. So they all hold up. Okay, yeah. none of it looks weird. It, it, some of it looks a little cheesy, but it's it's but got it, some of my <laughs> favorite scenes in it. Okay, mm -hmm. we'll talk about it. I can't wait to talk about this with you. After Hashtag you flamethrower. Yeah, um, it's a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. But there's a 2011 version. Do not watch that. Nope. Don't watch it. Got nope. it. There's a, a video game that came out post the 2011 I I trailer for the uh, version. So bad. The game was actually pretty decent. The game was trying to kind of bridge some pieces and some gaps. But yeah, yeah. The, the, the 2011 was like a prequel. Okay. And you'll see. Yeah. yeah so we'll like talk, what we'll uh, Prometheus it. was? Nah. <laughs> more. It was definitely more connected to the original film, but still. Because a lot of people didn't know Prometheus. What? It actually was supposed to be, I guess. Uh, I, we watched it, and I still do not know what it was supposed to be because it did not answer. Ugh. Nope, this is not going to become the Prometheus Hate Podcast. You can listen to other episodes to hear about that. Yes, a lot of problems with it. A lot of problems. With you it. liked it. I actually look really, at your I, face. No, I, the thing <laughs> is, is but if, if you, if you, the, I, I will, I will one hundred percent grant that there were some very large gaps of mm -hmm. information, of scenes, right. of connectivity from what I can remember from the film. However, I thought cinematography, I thought casting decisions I were interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I thought overarching setup for an additional film was done well. I I 100% disagree. If I remember correctly. You're thinking about a different movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think of Sound of Music? Yeah. yeah. That, that one's set up for a sequel. I'm waiting. The only reason Prometheus would is set up for a sequel is because they knew that they were going to make alien movies to the end sure. of time. If that were a standalone thing, no chance. Like the, the, These scientists do the dumbest thing ever. The dumbest thing. so dumb. And then in the sequel to this, they still do dumb stuff. Well, and honestly, like, I think that's what frustrates me about some of these movies is that, you know, like even we talked about it, you know, for The Mummy, is I'm like, right. you're an anthropologist and you just use an ancient artifact as a weapon. Like, mm-hmm. Or even like we talked about with Transformers, she's just breaking stuff in the room. Yeah, yep. I'm like, Completely disregard. like, so if you're going to write characters like that, like, that make have a complete and utter disregard for science, then don't make them scientists. <laughs> yeah, make them like yeah, make them construction you know, workers. Uh, yeah, I was like, care. or like the security team that's there that like thinks that they know more right. than a scientist. Yeah, like, the mapping people in Prometheus get lost. Yeah, well, and <laughs> the, that, that's the thing I don't that know what sound just came out of me. I apologize. <laughs> they get lost. Well, and to tie it back into a movie that you just recently saw, Armageddon, that one makes sense because these are a bunch of oil rig guys. I prefer Deep Impact. Uh, yeah, yes, I do. Too, a bunch actually. of like oil rig guys who. Go up there, so that makes sense for them to do dumb stuff sure. because they really not, at the end of the day they know. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi paying for prostitutes makes sense too. <laughs> Can yeah. I like sidebar on that though? Total like sense. part of why I love Deep Impact. Mm-hmm. So Morgan Freeman as the president. That actually is it. No, but it's not. It's not Morgan Freeman as a president. One of my favorite things, and I was actually talking to my dad about this, is that years ago, for the last decade at least. You have been seeing black men portrayed as president of the United States in these futuristic films. Because Mm -hmm. even then, people realized that that meant that we had evolved. That meant that was our future. Like Fifth Element. But I I truly love that. I really do. I love that I watch movies that were made far, far before we had Barack. Mm -hmm. And people still realize that that was a dream. That was a good example of... It's a sign of progression. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it was important that in the new Independence Day, they made the fem- uh, the president female. Is it, was, mm-hmm. it was the next step. It was the next progression. And I think that as more futuristic movies come out, you'll see a mix of minority presidents as well. And I mean that both racially and gender. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was my sidebar. Like part yeah. of the reasons why I love Deep Impact and a lot of those other movies is I was like, oh, idiocracy. Black black oh, I hate that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're hilarious. saying. Art imitates life. <laughs> yeah, you know that type of thing. People just so. they Terry realize Cruz's that this was an example. A good idea. <laughs> I have so many what problems. What's his name? President something? Yes, some I don't name. even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I okay. So that actor is amazing because I, I love him okay. and and his Old Spice commercials. Okay. Uh, Okay, so talking about Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah, Terry Crews. Yeah, he was. Yeah, anyway, I love Terry Crews. I love. He Terry is Cruz. phenomenal. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Making my way downtown. <laughs> uh, except for, uh, a movie I've never seen. White chicks. Yeah, never I, seen it. Nope, never watched. I it. have zero desire. Okay. <laughs> no, no that desire. is that is a movie that I'm legitimately very torn on. Because okay. the whole premise of the movie is that it's making fun of blackface by doing whiteface. Mm-hmm. Like the whole premise of it is literally saying like this is why it's so ridiculous or why it's offensive and wrong. Mm-hmm. The Wayans brothers, though, back to nostalgia. Like I grew up watching them. Like mm-hmm. they they are yeah. very very funny to we me. We watched them grow up. Yeah, and live in color. So. <laughs> right. I I'm very torn because some of the jokes like they they for me will stand. The test of time right. because they're they're just freaking hilarious and terry cruz in that film is literally like they play up every stereotype and i love that they like play mm-hmm. like literally this big hulking black man that loves petite white women that mm-hmm. have 
So he's an NFL player. Other code. Uh, no, he's a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> basketball player. But I see your point. Mm-hmm. But so like the movie literally, there there are a lot of hits and there are a lot of misses with that film. But yeah. I like, overall, I actually really did enjoy it. I thought it was okay. really funny. Fair enough. Uh, That's a classic that so, I have no, seen. No, definitely <laughs> not, 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 not a classic. That'll stand the test of time. Never going to happen. Uh, so as the, as the wrap-up. Uh, after we do the wrap up, there will be a quick film review for a film that these two have seen. Not that a, I, have. I just want to discuss it. Not yeah. necessarily even a review of the film. I'm okay. Talk about so, uh, in this section of the what we learned section, uh, basically, so the recap of the films that Tim is going to watch, they're going to be This is Spinal Tap. Yes. And Oliver Twist. Yes. Uh, which version of that we will talk we'll about later. Yeah. 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 Uh, the movies that I'm going to watch. Are going to be Titanic, which I'm not looking forward to. Just do it. Like, trust it's a, me. It's a good movie. Um, <laughs> but, but, okay, so, but why are you not looking forward to it? Like, legitimately, like, I, we talked about, you know, like, how have you avoided this, but why are you not looking forward to it? I have a really hard time with movies that are sappy. Just be sappy. And I know the part it's of that not, is. It, I don't, it's, it's not, not sappy, sappy, though. Okay, and I, I'm looking at that through the lens of everybody has parodied being on the front of the ship. You go on the ferry to this moments. day. That scene literally is like 10 seconds yeah, long. Yeah, there's moments. Like, it's, it's just, not it's a pano sappy. camera view of them, like, holding each other. That's it. Like, I'm flying. Okay, great. You're not really flying. Cool. Let's move on. Like, yeah. Yeah. there not, are yeah. sappy moments, but there are sappy moments in almost every film. Yeah. Like, it's, I would never classify Titanic as a sappy movie. No, not at all. Okay. Not even a rom-com. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as romantic and mushy as you think it is. I guess that is what I... I don't even think... Like, what... Yeah. what what genre would you put it in? Because it's not action, even though action happens. It's, like it's not romantic it's like because romantic happens. Romance yeah. drama it's a historical romance It's a historical... It's a fiction like, based off of actual right. historical events. Here's the historical event that happened. Here's the fictional story we're going to tell about this thing that you know that took place. Hmm. All right. Okay. So that is the first one on my list. And then the other one will be a Pee Wee Herman movie. No, you're going to yeah, watch Pee Wee Herman's Big, Big Adventure. Adventure. That's what you're going to so, watch. I mean, that, I know he's not gonna, he's going to put a poll out, but it's I'm telling you right now, it's going to end up being Pippi. The poll should be dress. how dumb am I for not watching <laughs> Dumb or really dumb. Okay, I would just lock it in right now. Yeah, okay. trust me. Big Forget, adventure. Okay, so Pee Wee Herman, is it just big time adventure? Big big adventure. Oh. <laughs> like, Jessica's no going to curse you smooth out. I cannot wait. Oh, I don't know who you I are, cannot, Jessica, but I would I really love to see screenshots of the text messages. I can't wait for these text messages. It's going to be bad. They're going to be great. Uh, and wait, are we seeing a movie this Wednesday? Because if so, I will show you. Are we seeing this Wednesday? I don't think. Do no, we I don't, don't have anything. I don't think we have anything until next week. Yeah, next week is crazy. Monday. Anyway. I don't know if you're going Monday. Uh, yes, yes, I am. But anyway. Okay. Uh, so uh, mine is going to be Titanic, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Tim, The Spinal Tap, and Oliver Twist. Aaron's movies are going to be oh you can talk about the four that you chose and then I will go over the other ones well I don't, I don't know okay I chose Annie Hall Annie, Annie Hall, Hall Schindler's, Schindler's List. List The Graduate and yes. 2001 so. A Space Odyssey yep. and then You're the ones that we that. chose for her I chose Casablanca and Creatures in the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. uh, two black and white classics and Tim chose Changing Amy Chasing Amy Chasing Amy, Chasing Amy. Chasing I, I was about, like is she a baby it's about a toddler <laughs> <laughs> It was the, the sequel dollar. sequel to Look Who's Talking. Yeah. Uh, wait, a classic. Yeah. No, yes, I've seen Look Who's Talking. Hey. I've seen also Look Who's Talking too. Yeah. What about Look Who's Talking now? now? Yeah. Uh, okay, saying, have so, you seen Honey, I Shrunk the Cans? So Chasing Amy and The Thing. The Thing being one of Tim's all-time favorite movies. I'm very Absolutely. excited to hear your thoughts on that. Because I think there's much more to talk about than just like aliens murdering people. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm excited for that. 
on my end, so mm-hmm. you each have admitted movies that you have not seen, yes. but yes. I have not given you homework. Give you, me some you homework. You have not. So I have questions. Okay. okay. Yeah. Coming from a theater background, I know that there's probably a lot of movies that you have seen as right. far as you know musicals go, things like that, mm-hmm. but classics that they have from like the 1930s and 40s, some of which I absolutely love, some of which I actually have on my list to see. Um, Singing in the Rain. It's on my list. I've seen it. No, I've seen. I've seen it in pieces. I just haven't seen it all together. Okay. Okay. Um, funny girl. Okay. Yeah. Gone with the wind. Uh, right. Okay. So for you guys, what about All About Eve? No, never seen, seen it. it. Both of you, homework. Okay. All, all about, Eve. about Eve. Meet me in St. Louis. No, I hate St. Louis. Uh, I think I saw it you hate after what? St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis as a city. <laughs> Hatred. I apologize. Uh, the, the, most, the most <laughs> like, side eye, so... silent. When my dad lives in St. Louis, I never went to visit him. I said, I'll, wow. I'll meet you in Vegas. Meet him in Vegas? That's such a, <laughs> yeah. okay. my dad That's likes such to, a jump. My dad likes to kick it. Not okay. so much now. I was going to say, if you'd be like, meet me in Atlanta, at least yeah, it'd be like, like on something that. there. No, meet me in Vegas. True story. <laughs> I, I went to visit my, my, my sister was living in Sacramento. My dad flies in from Jacksonville, from, from St. Louis. My flight I was, was like, great that he blew from Jacksonville, <laughs> yeah. but that has nothing to do no. with our conversation. So my flight is delayed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is how much my dad likes to party. My dad comes in at 10 or 12, like midnight, mm-hmm. with some girl that at the time, not his wife. Not his <laughs> dad wife. Dad got to be upset like listening. Oh, to no, this. no, no. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> laughing. He comes in, not his wife. Some She's what my dad at the time was like, 60? This lady's in her 40s. Hmm. So it's like, what's up? He was like, ah, oh, man. And sort of like introduce me to this lady and she kind of just leaves. And I was like, dude, what do you, I said, aren't you married? He's like, in Sacramento, I'm not married. This wow. Is, this is my dad. <laughs> my parents have been divorced for years. This is what my dad said. And then I said, where were you at? He says, I was at the club and they were out there choosing. That is a quote from my 60 year old father. They were I out said, there choosing. Good night, dad. Wow. Going, I am going to bed. That's my dad. <laughs> That's why I said meet me in Vegas. I was like, mm-hmm. I still just don't know why you hate St. Louis, though. Because just, it just seems like a grind. I'm going to go because I have family there now. I need to go visit, but I have no desire at all. So then something. watch the movie. It's a what, musical. What was the, what was the movie that referenced that a lot? She had a secretary. There are a lot of movies that reference that movie. What, why should I watch Meet Me in St. Louis? There are a lot of musical references that you hear in TV shows and in movies today. Like you'll hear people that it's Judy Garland. Okay. So, but it's like clang, mm-hmm. clang, clang with That's the trolley. trolley. Ding, 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 ding with, with the, the bell. bell. Zing, zing, zing. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but she's singing about love. She's like, from the moment I saw you, I fell. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's just, it's, it's, it's. Okay. Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. Now that, what is funny is so growing up singing and performing, we have this huge book. I think my mom still has it. Of just It is a Broadway book. So it has all the scores in it. So she would play the piano. We would all sing. Mm-hmm. So I know that I have sung from it and performed it. But yeah, I've never actually watched the beginning to end. So, okay. Meet yeah. me in St. Louis. Um, Wait, we gotta, are we nope. choosing which ones we're watching? Which no, that, that is only two. You only get two. Come on now. I only Sheesh. get two? Well, yeah, because we already have two that we chose. That is four. Okay. You're, you're okay. the only one who has eight because you have Why four. Why do I get You have eight? a lot of homework to do. <laughs> 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 Hashtag Patreon. I've got four. Uh, you got them all written down because I'm going to forget. I just really want to know how we're going to fit what's it, four. So we're going to oh, fit essentially is... like 12 plus movies into a podcast. Well, the good thing with that is we're not going to recap the story since these are classics. Sure. So we're not going to be like, this happened and this happened. It mainly is going to be in I'll part two. I'll just give two. you my overarching yay yeah. or nay on it. Okay. Yeah. So we will talk about it and then the- Oh, we're talking about the thing. The rating. Oh, for sure. That one might get a little bit more playtime. Definitely. So- 
Uh, I want to hear how many times you got scared. <laughs> or we just yeah, we just, just gonna do live a... stream me watching it. <laughs> we can just do a movie night. We can yeah. do that one of these nights. Titanic. Nights. Not gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that probably on my. How come I don't have a choice in it, but you have a choice in it? I don't understand. I don't understand that. why you're so anti-Titanic. I understand this is a patriarchy, uh, but I have a voice now. You can swim, right? Of course. There's no phobia attached to it. I was no, like, can you swim? Yeah. That was the funny know. thing is like when we were in just half, just half of you. So, so I was I was in uh, my left half is great, my right half is useless. Uh, I was in Barbados recently and swimming with like sea turtles and the guide. He was like, "Oh, are you a good swimmer?" And I was like, "I got this," and it was totally fine. Like swimming, not I was a problem. like, "I'm waiting for him." Yeah, to be like, and, and then, then the turtle like <laughs> yeah. grabbed my shorts and pulled me to the bottom. No. Um, and I rode the sea turtle to go find Nemo. It was so much. No, fun. I've done triathlons, of course I can swim. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, but yeah. So we would, we would just kind of go over them briefly and then give the rating okay. system. So uh, that about wraps it up for the game. Yes. And it will be too late or worth the wait. Part two will be out next month. And then the movie that is in theaters now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Select uh, theaters. Select. select theaters, select markets, because it is an indie film that the oh, two of them Amazon saw. Amazon video. <laughs> I know. Right? There, was a battle, oh, yeah. there was a battle royale for this, apparently. Like, yeah. people were... Like yeah. it was a very yeah. big thing when Amazon video I, went out. I, I could see that. I could yeah. see people seeing it as festival being it like was so good. Yo, well, I missed it. it. I missed it at SIF. So they let I. us know. And they were doing interviews. I know, like they let us know three weeks before it showed up, and they're like, "This is going to come out. Do you guys want to interview people?" Did it? It didn't open the festival, did it? No, no. Uh, I think it band aid. I think band aid closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, Tam and I both like we got those emails, and just SIF is just so massive that it just kind of slipped. To go. Yeah, next year. So it just kind of like slipped past us. But the movie is The Big Sick. The Big Sick. So you two, take it away. Okay. Tell me all about it. Okay, so. Look at me, though. Okay, no. I am looking <laughs> no, at you. No I'm going to make right eye contact. <laughs> me and Aaron, um, I'm actually no just going to stare at the wall in between you both. So mm-hmm. the thing, so I told you, I remember I told you guys both about this like, yes. last week. And I was mm-hmm. like, you have to go see it. Completely blew me away. I had been wanting to see it since the trailer premiered a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really concerned that it wasn't actually going to be able to be shown here. Um, so when I convinced Jose to go see it with me, mm-hmm. um, he and I, uh, he and I, like, he was like, oh, he's like, I don't want to see a romantic comedy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I was like, we're friends. I was like, you get free popcorn out of it. I was like, let's go. <laughs> right. So we both go see it, sit down and watch it. Like halfway through, I hear sniffles over here to my left. Ooh. And Wait, it, are you just, are you calling him out right now? I'm not calling him out because there's nothing wrong with the man that wells up a crowd. No, I'm just saying not like. a single thing wrong with it. Yeah. But, um. The movie was one of the best depictions of a love story that our generation very much needs right now. Interesting. Um, now, Absolutely. recently, it is receiving a lot more backlash for understandable reasons. Um, so first, I, I see I, the validity I, in it. So I know, yeah, I know, you know what the I story... See the, I see the validity, but I don't know if it applies to that movie. Because that's the true... Because it's a so, true so set, story. It, set up, I, I set up see both movie. sides of it. So so both sides of the, the setup of the movie mm-hmm. is you have Kamal, who is a Pakistani-born immigrant to this country, who mm-hmm. is a stand-up comedian. Um, because his family is Pakistani, they... Super traditional. Very, mm-hmm. His parents are very traditional. They met through an arranged marriage and are expecting the same from him. Because mm-hmm. his older brother, they set up and is married to his wife. And they talk about how they hated each other at first and now they're best friends. Which I have heard from other people that yes. I actually personally know that are in arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be archaic for American standards, but for in my personal opinion... Your culture is your decision like and your business. Movie, like, it's like, just called marriage. Exactly. I was like, it's just called marriage. <laughs> just called marriage. I was just like, so the whole movie is literally about how 
he's battling this feeling of cultural ties to his Pakistani, you know, native land as well. Like, because he lived there till he was like eight or nine, yeah. and then they moved oh, wow. here to the okay. U.S. So it wasn't like he was just born there and right. then left. Like, he actually was immersed in that culture there and then came here. Stand-up comedian does comedy shows and bars and stuff like that. Meanwhile, his parents are setting him up on random dates. Yeah, they have that, like family dinner. Yeah, every I was week. like, but my favorite oh. thing is that it's the same phrase every time when there's a knock at the door yeah. or a ring at the door. The <laughs> mom goes, "Oh, I wonder who who that is," yeah. and then she, like every person she introduces, she goes, "Look who stopped by!" Yeah. Like every single time. Nice. But he meets this girl in a bar, and she's a white American girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then essentially they they form a relationship against all odds. Like neither one of them were really looking for a relationship; they were looking for a one night stand, and they. It was just kind of kismet, and they just like it just built essentially on top of it. Okay. Only to have her find out what his family's expectations are for his relationships, as well as his his and her future. Um, and I really don't feel like you can really spoil this movie because it is the it story is of uh, yeah, it's like it's a story on how he met his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, like they're together, they break up because you know she found this all out or whatever. And then shortly after they break up, she is she gets super sick and ends up in a medically induced coma. So at that point mm. is when he meets her family, and it's it's kind of a role reversal because her family, who again is is white, gets to see a little bit of what he has to face being a Middle Eastern immigrant in this country mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so yeah. they also have to see the pressure that he's under from his family and everything like that. So it's literally, it's, it's a movie about competing agendas and how at the end of the day, you know, it's that quote unquote sappy, like heart wins out overall, like against all obstacles, but it doesn't end the way you think it does. I okay. will say that like yeah. you, you think, you know, like everybody like runs into their arms and everything right. like that, but it really does not end the way that you, I would have expected it now overall. Yes. It ends the way that we expected it because we know what happened. They made this movie. Yeah. Right. I was just like, but <laughs> now remind me. So Kamal, like, so it is, I mean, his story, he is in it. He plays yeah. his, is this his Is this his wife also, or is it played by someone else? No, it's else? played by somebody else. Okay. Yeah, it's played by... Oh, I, Zoe? Something. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, She's great, though. She's fa- no, casting-wise, this whole movie was done very, very well. Um, down to uh, A.D. Bryant yeah. and Bo Burnham. Um, they're mm. uh, his stand-up comedian pals from the club and stuff like that. Yeah. Really funny. Really funny. Uh, the movie was... Th- I just I really felt like it was a modern day love story. Yes. That if you did not know it was true, you would never believe that it wasn't just written for the screen. Right. Like nice. you it, it so felt crazy. so yeah, it's like it literally <laughs> so felt like crazy. something out of a storybook. Right. That like against all odds, I think I put in my review, I was like, he falls in love with a woman while she's in a medically induced coma. Like he realizes mm-hmm. that he's madly in love with her. Right. Not yeah. something that you really would come across outside of a movie or a storybook i was like but it's it's their real life and even her conversation with him after she gets out the coma i thought was like 100 percent real yeah it's a real conversation so the only but the so this is real the the (laughs) quote-unquote spoiler from like real life versus now is that they actually never broke up yeah so like the only difference Mm. was like in the movie they broke up before she got sick in real life i guess they had this argument but they never like officially broke up or separated gotcha for okay. me, like, you know, I heard from a ton of people like Chris Lambert from the Monday mm-hmm. Festival podcast. Shout out to Chris. Absolutely. Um, he was telling me it was great. He does stand up comedy. And I was like, OK. And other people told me Aaron as well told me it was great. Uh, but what I think what's missing when I rewatched like the trailers, it's, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. But the trailers don't really 
it doesn't come across that way in the trailers. Hmm. Really, it looks funny, but like it's really It looks funny. like cute funny in the Instead trailers, like, but the movie like actually has funny. like solid like comedic solid like comedic timing and lines in this movie, not even when they're like just in the stand-up club because when you're in the stand-up right. club yeah. you kind of expect those jokes and everything like that, but the one about the terrorists and the the hospital cafeteria. The best. I like the no like I, to the was, point I where I was I was missing out on lines because the I, audience in the theater was still laughing. It's funny because awesome. you, you can find the clip. So I watched the I can find the clip on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? So I okay. watched that clip on YouTube. What's missing from that clip is like all of the tension leading up to mm-hmm. it and like the situation. So when it happens mm. in the film, it's so funny. But they do, but they do show part of it on the trailer. Like in the right. trailer, Ray Romano asks him. He goes, "So nine eleven? Yeah." Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, just jump right in there, okay? Right. Like, and he's like, he's like, I've always wanted to talk to people yeah. about it. And Camille's like, he's like, you've never talked to people about 9/11 before. Right. Yeah. And he's like, can I say the joke or? Because uh, no, it's, it's not really a spoiler though. Like, it's uh, we'll, I, we'll watch it after, after we're done recording. Okay, yeah. Okay. And I, so, I will put a link. You said it is on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. yeah so it's on YouTube. I will put a link to it, but we will not talk but, about it. But um, yeah. it's just it's. I really felt like it was the first movie in a very long time that I thought really fit the genre of romantic comedy. Yes, Mm. absolutely. Because it actually, it wasn't just a romance that had comedic points. It literally was a comedy. It was almost like reverse. Like I would call it a comedy romance film because it was a comedic film that had romantic undertones and a romantic storyline. So I felt like it was like like you could swap it. Like when you explain it, it sounds so serious and it sounds like a drama. Yeah. But when that was what it looked it, you're like. like. Oh, I'm a, I've laughed through this whole movie. Yeah, the whole and movie. And yet I, you know, it's funny. So I dated this girl once, once for a summer. Mm-hmm. You dated someone? Yes, I did. <laughs> she was Indian. Mm-hmm. Her family was not having it. And we mm. both, she, the sweetest, like sent, used to send me gifts to work. She was amazing. Mm. But like after the summer, it was kind of like, hey man, your family is traditional. They're mm-hmm. not, there are, there are realistic American. expectations that you have you're to not, you have to You're be not bringing of. some yeah. black dude home. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. So then years later, I saw her at this club. Or if you do, you, and that is the wait, only time. I was like, but so do you think it wasn't necessarily that you're not bringing a black dude home. It's that you're not bringing a non-Indian person home. It, it was both. Yeah. Okay. It was both. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. both. And she was very explicit about it. It was being, a double barrel shotgun right both. there. Uh, and so we then the summer, we, we sort of like, was like, I right, well, this was a lot of fun. But so years later, I see her at this club and she's clearly drunk. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Tim, oh my gosh. And just like runs up to me. If my she friends, ever sounded like that, I would have told you to dumb My friends were like, yo, who is Because she's fine, right? They're like, who is this girl? And I was like, eh. She's like, you got to call me. <laughs> That's and her I, name. Eh. I was like, yeah. I was like, eh, you know, all right. And so I remember, like, I kind of didn't put her number mm-hmm. in my phone or anything. My friends were like, what's up with you? And I was like, I just, what's the point? For me, it's like, what's the yeah. point? Yeah, I, well, We're going to hang out again? And but the worst what? part is that, like, I, I shouldn't say the worst part. The thing <laughs> is, is some of the men listening to that is like, oh, there's a very big point as to why you could reconnect with her. Nah, I'm good. But I see, like, <laughs> I'm just not. I guess for me, it's it's having never been in that situation. Yeah. Um, but knowing several people that are from all cultures around the world. Mm-hmm. Um. It's hard for me not to see it as racist. Yeah. Because it is it's a it's a cultural specificity to where they're saying like Absolutely. We would like to keep or we will keep it this way because we want to pass on that culture. But the other part of me, and I think part of that just comes from being an American and being, you know, blessed enough to have that choice or that luxury or not right. having that family expectation that 
the like you marrying somebody of a different race or a different culture doesn't mean that you still cannot pass both of your cultures onto your children. Exactly. Right. And I think that's where like a lot of those hiccups happen is that people think that culture is mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Now, my partner may not ever fully understand why I am the way that I am or the experience that I have in this country, which is like, but I don't need them to understand. I need them to acknowledge Respect that there's a, and... a problem, acknowledge my experience right. and mm-hmm. empathize. And so when I have friends or I know people that, you know, their parents met that way or they're expecting to be met that way, like, I don't fight it. Like, because I'm like, you know what? I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, it's your life, right. not mm-hmm. theirs. I was like, if you choose to defy their expectations, that's your decision. I was like, I'm here to support you in whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just, I, I, I passed. This, I passed on this. <laughs> on, and, on round two. And this Google film, day, this film it, balanced it? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Nice. For sure. Yeah. It's definitely worth watching. It's super funny. Very sweet. Um, you're gonna laugh a lot. Okay. You might cry. You might cry. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't cry. I didn't did feel. Cry? But I. I welled, but I didn't. Like nothing fell. Like I welled, but it didn't fall. <laughs> what, what did you well? Where, where did you well? Right, no, we can't spo- about- No, no. It, I like- mean, it's not spoiling. I'm trying to think of where I. I think it was. At a surprisingly comical part, um, mm-hmm. I think it was in the comedy scene, in the comedy club, when he gets called out by the audience member. Yeah. Um, for me. And that's something that I have a really big issue with is bullying. It is mm-hmm. something that I dealt with my entire life. Um, growing up was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a weird kid whose head was way too big for her body because <laughs> no, because I've been five foot seven since the sixth grade. What? Yeah, I shot up like hmm. not drugs. You but dunking like, on kids in sixth grade? No, because I was literally the most unathletic person. I have thirteen concussions. I'm not like I, I wasn't allowed to play sports. Like Slow I should have been in a helmet Brady, for my entire that? life. <laughs> that is but, twelve too many. <laughs> yeah, um, I used to run into a lot of things. That's just it. It's like I wish that I could blame almost any of those concussions on sports related injuries. Nope. Just ran, the, fell. It was the sport of clutchiness. It's the sport of life. And you were the all really star. Yeah, I was wow. like, I literally was the MVP. <laughs> but um, no, so I've been this tall. So like for me, like I didn't know what to do with my limbs and already being clumsy before being that tall and not having a body that I really knew what to do with mm-hmm. was really hard. And so when you, I see movies that genuinely depict what life in america is for people i was like it's very comforting to me especially coming from being a minority or looking like i'm not white but i'm not like i'm culturally ambiguous to a lot Uh, of people they look at me and they really don't know like my least favorite question in the entire world and if you're listening and you ever ask a person that is of mixed descent this question i will somehow pop out of a bushes and slap you across the face Mm -hmm. but i get asked what are you oh yeah all the time and Mm -hmm. as two other minorities in the room can attest like you get asked that quite a bit and i'm like i'm human what are you like if you would like to know what my ethnic heritage is or what culture like Ask it educationally. Like, like, I call it my ethnic chameleon powers. I love mm. it. Because I can get dropped off three quarters of the planet mm-hmm. and just blend. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, wait, wait, so where these you CIA not rec- recruit us. Well, that, where are you going to not blend in at? Africa. Iceland. Uh, Africa would probably. Uh, no, well, no, no. So Nether- North the Africa Netherlands area probably because Netherlands apparently. Netherlands has a lot of, a lot of people of color. They they do, but there are specific areas that I know a friend of yeah. mine went that he he's full black and he's like, they were fascinated with him. Like almost in an uncomfortable way like they oh, yeah. were gawking at him oh yeah that was marcus who went to vietnam <laughs> right so oh, it's like the they're yeah i've heard like <laughs> like specific parts of asia you'll get yeah. a very similar response like i don't know about blending in or standing out but it, it's always interesting to me that in america someone like myself as a african would stand out when i'm like well america's 
pretty blended if you really want to, you know, open your eyes culturally. Like, mm-hmm. America's, you've got a lot of people with my skin tone. Like, yeah. whether they're African and Irish, whether they're, you know, a mixture of a bunch of different cultures. I was like, a lot of people end up with that in-between skin tone. Yeah. But yeah. a movie like this that shows that cultural bullying that happens, I feel like is something that's very necessary. And it wasn't overdone. Like, I don't feel like nice. it was, like, I, and I, I understand that it, that does happen in the world, but I felt like it was very pointed and very specifically chosen to show the obstacles that he has to overcome. Yeah. For me, it was okay. the, the conversation he had with his parents. Which one? Uh, the the big conversation they had. Oh, yeah. Because I've worked with a lot of students that who, was who, hard too, who've yeah. had those conversations. Mm-hmm. And so seeing it really happen, I had a student one summer who was, so I do the summer program every year with high school students. And at the end of the program, we have a, a banquet. So before the banquet, I went to our student. I've been with him all week. We've been, he's been in my group. He's a cool kid. He's just like, he just opens up about his parents being kind of racist towards black people. Hmm. And just was like, he was white? Te- no, he was, he, was, uh, he was Asian. And so he's telling me this whole story. And so I'm like, I said, man, look, man, your parents are doing what they think is best to protect you. Like, like I know you know better, but, you know, I get why they feel like. My only hope is that you continue the path that you're currently on. Yeah. So at the banquet, I, I ended up like... sitting at a table with him and his parents, and his parents could not have been nicer. They could not have been nicer. Mm-hmm. They were. They were. But see the thing. Sweet. But, and I was just like, I was like, I was kind of smiled like. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I was just like, that concerns me even more. Yes. Yep. I got yes. into a very <laughs> very heated discussion with somebody just a couple of days ago uh, defending the actions of Thomas Jefferson what Ugh. and his relations with his slaves <laughs> because his, his relationship his, no and I say yeah. relationship because yeah. that's how it is literally romanticized in history books nah, is that right. she was his lover she was his mistress no no no, no. she was property mm-hmm. right. she did not have a say in it right. and that that's what makes it so he was saying well, like, people call it rape yeah, weird. I don't. I was like, I don't know what I was trying to avoid saying that word on your podcast, but essentially, yes. So this article came out calling him an evil rapist, mm-hmm. and this guy was essentially saying like, like move on, like there's no point in calling somebody in the past these names because they're dead, blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, the, that's the, well. So, so you die, we just clean your slate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to explain to him the importance, specifically to people of color, and specifically, yeah. specifically to women of color, mm-hmm. why this matters. Yeah. Didn't want to hear anything that you said. Of course not. You ever talk to somebody about, However, about slavery? Yes. Who and they think that it like was like a short time period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. But what what upset me the most? Because legitimately, like as an African American woman, like we we encounter ignorant racists for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have we have sadly learned to deal with it. We've learned when we need to walk away from discussions. We've learned when we not worth unfortunately it. have to just say nothing and mm-hmm. accept how things are. Thankfully, we're getting into a time period where it's becoming less and less expected for us to stay quiet. And I actually really like that. Mm-hmm. However, what upset me the most about this is that this person genuinely believed, genuinely believed that he was an ally to people of color and to women. Hmm. Oh, for sure. Fascinating. And but 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 that's what upset me the most is that this person truly believed that regardless of the fact that not one because I was on my own until my friend Daisha checked in. I was like, and then two or three other people of color checked in. I was like, not one. I was like, but more than one person of color, women of color, were telling him why this mattered and why this was important, and it meant nothing to him. He literally laughed, quote unquote, technologically mm-hmm. in our faces on this discussion. And mm-hmm. I said, I was like, you know, I was like, the irony is, is you have the luxury of being able to laugh. You have the luxury of being able to just shirk it off like this conversation means nothing to you. It's like, mm-hmm. because you sit in a seat of automatic privilege. Uh, 
we do not have the luxury of not fighting these things because not fighting them is what's gotten us to where we are now. Yeah. Staying yep. silent on these issues is why we're here now. Yeah. And it's like, you don't realize like, this stuff does matter to other people. And even if it doesn't matter to you, I was like, that's fine. It doesn't have to matter to you. I was yeah. like, but except the fact that I'm telling you why this matters to me and why other people are telling you it matters to them. Don't laugh. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is, which is, I think is why movies like this are important so because important. then it can show that yes, there are those tense moments in those types of relationships, both uh, romantic relationships and friendships. But there are those moments where it can be funny. There are those moments you can laugh with other people about it. There's about, so much light. You know, so you Nobody, can, you I'm not saying live that. in like a dark terror, you know, ten- temple, you know, mm-hmm. like like all of this stuff with Thomas Jefferson. Like right. there was a weight off of my shoulders almost. Like mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, this isn't holding me back. Like I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here going like, Thomas Jefferson, yeah. why? Right. Like I'm not leaving my house or crying about it. But having these discussions, if anything, for people of color or at least myself, I was like, it makes me feel better mm-hmm. to know that other people also see this important. Like yeah. also see that the reason why they are now declaring him this is because it is an issue to people of color, mm-hmm. that we are sick of being whitewashed in history textbooks, mm-hmm. that we're sick of being told that our impact in history didn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, so movies like this are important because they show the the significant events that we face on a daily basis as minorities or as non-white people in America I was just like, but it also shows that we have to be strong. Like speaking of what I was talking about, we have to be stronger mm-hmm. because we have to carry that burden and still continue living our lives and still push for change. So the best part about this movie that I loved is that despite having a bunch of obstacles, you know, his specific cultural and ethnic heritage on top of the fact of, you know, he's not his family's expectation aside from being an arranged marriage is become a doctor, become a lawyer. Right. Like that's just it. So his career choice, his dream, his ethnic heritage, like it's literally him about beating all the obstacles, like Mm -hmm. essentially defying expectations, not just for love of another person. And that's why I really love it is for love of self. Like like the the whole movie is about like a lot of the movie is about self love. And I love that because you you don't talk about it a lot. He talks about like sort of understanding who he is and it is a part where you don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really know. I know what I'm not, but I don't know what I am yet. And I'm still and that's trying okay to figure too. that like, out. And life's a journey. And like, nice. I feel like this movie did not express that in a stereotypical way. It wasn't like, I'm just figuring my life out. Like, just mm-hmm. let me have my space. Like, it didn't feel forced. It literally felt like a discussion that the average teenager or the average adult fresh out of college could be having with their family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. So now Go I'm going gonna to just wander hospitals to find girls in comas and... <laughs> fall in love that's my plan not gonna be a creeper at no, all show up. Like, are you out of your coma well since jesus, you're out jesus take the wheel since i brought you, your, I brought you flowers brought you every day about <laughs> these giant inflatable yeah, giraffe i've been hanging like... out with your parents this whole time <laughs> let's make it happen he just walked into a cafeteria any of you guys got kids in a coma yeah, who's got a, <laughs> a beautiful daughter in a coma let's mm-hmm. make this happen all right so it is in theaters now yeah. uh again it is getting a somewhat limited release because it is an independent feature but like like uh, Aaron mentioned earlier, it very well might get on some streaming services Amazon. depending on. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. Amazon Video owns it, so I, yeah. I wouldn't It'll be, be surprised. Right yeah, okay. they mm-hmm. won out the bidding war, so Amazon Studios nice. uh, owns it. Probably like fifteen million for it. Oh shit! No, I'm saying like, it was a it was a big bidding war Good for them. Yeah, like fifteen for it. Yeah. Okay, and I'm actually really so, happy that they won. Yeah, so it will be on streaming services. Go check it out in your theater. It is the big sick. Uh so that about wraps it up for for this episode. 
The first part of this was the Too Late or Worth the Wait, of which part two (laughs) will be next month when we talk about these movies again and give it our rating. Uh, And of course, Tim and Aaron talked about The Big Sick. And where can people find your individual reviews and things about this film and so much more? Because somebody has a new website. Aaron. That's Go ahead. Um, so website still work in progress, mm-hmm. but it is officially live. Um, it's AaronHundley.com. So E-R-Y-N-N-E-H-U-N-D-L-E-Y.com. Um, got a little bit of my writing on it, but primarily it's going to be a source for reviews, a link to my Etsy shop, Flourish and Ink Blots. Um, but yeah, no, it's just super exciting. I like your Etsy shop. I looked at it. It's fun. Yeah. Thanks for buying something. I did buy yeah. something. Happy nice. customer. Uh, and then... I don't uh, know if I'm a happy customer, but no, <laughs> I am. I love it. Oh, my Twitter handle is Aaron underscore Hundley. <laughs> Mm-hmm. See previous and, aforementioned spelling. Yes. Instagram, muggle pictures don't move. Yes. Harry Potter nerd. Excellent. So, yeah, check out her reviews on there. And Tim, People's Critic. Uh, yeah, People's Critic blog. Check me out there. Check mm-hmm. me out on Twitter, People's Critic. Um, Instagram, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Good times. Got some reviews coming up. Yeah. Lots of summer movies. Lots to see. Yeah, the last part of July is, like, at first I was like, oh, busy. man, I need to try and figure out what to do. And then I'm like, just kidding, because within like 24 yeah. hours, we got like yeah. seven emails. I'm yeah. worried that I'm going to miss some good ones when I go to Europe. Like, Wait, when do you go to Europe? Uh, so I leave August 30th. No, you'll no. no. be fine. <laughs> you are fine. Okay. I was like, I'll, Perfect I'll, time, be, actually. I'll, be, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be on for like 16 days. Oh, you're going to miss it. No. Okay. You will be completely fine. Nah, yeah, you'll be fine. Nice. We'll be back just in time for the Oscar push. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll have to film the second part of this before I go, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, great. For and you sure. said film for some reason. Record, maybe? Son of a nutcracker. So, in my opinion, there are hidden cameras in this room yeah. filming our yeah. entire. You can film it too. That's fine. Fair enough. Uh, and for this podcast, like I said at the beginning of the show, you can find it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at About to Review. Subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Blueberry or Podbean, all of the other ones. You can also stream the episodes. <laughs> you, Just can, you can stream the episodes from my <laughs> website, AboutToReview.com. Uh, if you have some classic movies that you either missed out on or that you know you think they might work these days uh hit me up on twitter send me an email about to review at gmail.com or if there are movies that you think nobody could have avoided seeing this i will probably guarantee like 95 percent i haven't seen them so feel free to tweet it yeah 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 so and then look forward to part two next month uh probably the second week or so of August. Alright. So for I believe we're already no, it is crazy. Yeah. This year is flying by. Uh, but for this episode, I have been your host, that guy named John. Tim. Aaron. And for that, we will see you next time. This has been an about to review production. Thank you to Vexing Media, who provides audio editing services. They are a graphic design, website design, and digital media company. You can find them at their website, vexingmedia.com, or on Facebook and Twitter, at Vexing Media.